and welcome back to Cheap Seats, the number one sports podcast produced by the WDBC Dragon Broadcasting Program. As always, I'm your host, Derek Steele. Got one person with me today. I, By the way, I think I think this is the lowest of lows right here. I, I really think this is the lowest of lows wow. right here. No, I'm just kidding. I got my NFL expert with me today. I got Chris Tubbs. What's up, guys? How y'all doing? All right. You, you want to know what I'm calling this episode today? What's that? This is the NFL Draft Special. Yes, sir. That's right. The NFL Draft is in Las Vegas, Nevada. Countdown to it is looking at about five hours and ten minutes. It's supposed to start at eight eight o'clock tonight. We yes. all know it's not starting until eight thirty. Most likely. We we all know it's gonna be true. Probably. Um let's let's talk with about that top pick for a minute. The Jacksonville Jaguars have been on the clock for about six months now. We know they're looking at a bunch of different options. Right now, Vegas is looking like Trayvon Walker will be the number one overall pick. Do you see them going Trayvon, or do you see them going a different direction? Um, I think uh, they need one of the higher picks, uh, like number one or number two. Right now at number one, we have uh, Kyle Hamilton. Uh, he is a safety from Notre Dame. And then we have at number two, Aiden Hutchinson. He's a Wait, DM from Michigan. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. What? You got Kyle Hamilton going one to the Jags. Yes, sir. Either that or, okay. I, okay. Okay. That or I think that they're going to pull up Aiden Hutchinson from Michigan for their okay. number one. Okay. Because, you know, Jacksonville obviously doesn't have a good defense from what they've shown this past season. I mean, I'm a Detroit guy. I'm a, I'm a Lions fan. I really, really want the okay. Lions to pick Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah. But I think Jacksonville might pull him out of their pocket and uh, get on there. I was I was watching a mock draft. Um, I think it was Mel Kiper making a mock draft or someone at CBS. He called Aiden Hutchinson someone that can sell tickets and get butts and seats. Yeah, he can. We all know Jacksonville doesn't want to rep- repeat of what happened to Oakland a couple weeks ago where they had like 3,000 fans in the stadium. Yeah, no. Man, my top five, I, I really think this is going to be an interesting draft class. My top five, I got Jacksonville. Man, I, I see them going two different ways. Um, Last year, I remember I said they were taking um Jamar Chase over Panay Sewell when we, made, when we had this mock draft special. It wasn't a popular pick back then. I'm known I'm known for not making my my popular picks. Well, I wasn't really expecting the Lions to go for an O lineman like Penne Sewell because Ooh, I know, you know I knew they were going for Penne. Well, because if you look at the Lions like offense, how it was from like twenty nineteen to twenty twenty, you know, we lost Stafford for one and we picked up yeah. Goff. That yep. was kind of like a drop because, you know, for the offense that we had, um, it was Stafford made it work. You know, he's a really great quarterback. Obviously, he just won his first Super Bowl. Congrats to him. But you know, I think Jared Goff is not pro- is probably not the best guy that we can have right now. Um, the Lions had actually been posting all over social media about uh, Malik Willis from Liberty. He is one of the top quarterbacks in the uh, can, first can I, round. Can I go back to my point for a second yeah, before you, you interrupted me? Yes, you okay, so my top my top five. If I'm Mel Kiper, if I'm whoever, Booger McFarland, whoever it is at ESPN or at CBS, my top five would look like this. I'm taking it safe this year. I'm ta- I'm having the Jaguars take Aiden Hutchinson number one overall. I feel like what he did at Michigan beats everything out that Trayvon Walker did at the at the combine. I got the Lions taking a surprise pick here. I got them taking Kyle Hamilton out of Notre Dame at number two. I got the Texans going Aiden Hutch- Hutchinson at three. 
Jaguars are taking Evan Neal at four. They need all, that offensive line to be bo- boosted. They need to. They need to get um their quarterback. I can't think of his name right now. Well, you have um, yeah, Malik Willis. You have Matt Coral. No, not the the Jets quarterback right oh, now. Oh, the Jets quarterback. Sam, Don- Sam, not Sam Darnold. Something Wilson. Um, Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. You yeah. need to get Zach Wilson that protection. I really think Akeem Aquanu or Evan Neal, depending on which one's on that board, because I could see the Jaguars going 100% Evan Neal at number one. I could see the Lions taking a shot at Evan Neal at two and bolstering up that offensive line. I think the Texans taking Kayvon Thibodeau at three or Aiden Hutchinson. Kayvon's going to be a project pick. We've seen that all throughout last year. We've seen that with the um coming up through the mock drafts, coming up through the um combine. He's going to be a project pick. The Texans, we know, are going to be in a rebuild for a while, so they have time to take risk at Kayvon. Um, so I got the Jets taking Evan Neal up for the Giants. This is going to be an interesting pick. Man, I could I could really see the Giants. You know, you know okay, I'm I'm taking I'm taking a leap. Follow me for this, okay? Okay. Brand new Brian, brand new Giants head coach Brian Dabble. Yeah. Who's he known for making? Joshua Allen, quarterback out of Josh Allen, Wyoming, who's arguably a top five quarterback in the league right now. Top five? Top five quarterback in the league right now. You want me to name all of them? I can name five no, right I'm, now. No, I'm, I'm just saying Allen's a, arguably a top oh, five oh, quarterback in the far. league right now. I mean, because let's see, let's see who you got in the NFL right now. Let me let me get to my let me get to my point really quickly, okay, and then get you to your can point. Get, so Brian Dabble's known for making Josh Allen out of nothing. Yeah, who's the quarterback with the Giants that's nothing right now? Daniel, Daniel Jones. Jones. Daniel Jones. I think the Giants are going to take a leap. We talked about the Bengals taking a leap last year with Jamar Chase, one offensive rookie of the year. By the way, that was with the fifth overall pick. That was really good. You heard it right now, 2.56 p.m. on Thursday draft day. The Giants are taking Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State. Wow. Garrett Wilson is a playmaker. He can be that weapon that Daniel Jones needs. Brian Dabble, we know he likes those weapons. We saw it with Buffalo getting Stephon Diggs. We saw it with Bu- Buffalo getting Emmanuel Sanders last year. Yes, sir. We saw it with uh, the revivance of Cole Beasley. We saw what Dawson Knox turned that offense into for Josh Allen. Yes. I'm not saying that Daniel Jones is going to become Josh Allen. I'm not saying Brian Dabble is going to turn Daniel Jones into Josh Allen. But what I'm saying is he's trying to go after that weapon to help Daniel Jones. That's why I think he's taking a shot in the dark. He's taking Garrett Wilson. Well, the thing I think is like really crazy is if you saw, just, let's compare Daniel Jones to Joe Burrow, just 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 for a second, okay? Just look anyway, at So, uh, Joe Burrow, his first season with the NFL as a rookie, yes, the he did not do great. I'll be honest, he did not. He got didn't he get injured? Yeah, it was that offensive line. That's why that's why everyone thought that the Bengals were taking Panay Sewell out of Oregon. Well, uh, by the way, everyone thinks the Giants are taking even Evan Neal or Akeem Aquanu if both are on the board. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's. I could, I could see that. I could see them going. Another name I had come to mind was Sauce Gardner, out of Cincinnati. Yeah. Um. Derek Stingley Jr. out of LSU. Yeah. Um. Well, one of the thing, well, the thing I was gonna get to was, um, if you look at Joe Burrow, you know, he didn't do great his first season. He comes back his second season and w- makes a Super Bowl run. Yeah, didn't win. Got pretty darn close to it though. I mean, you look at Daniel Jones, like. You know, when the Giants or when um 
Eli Manning retired from the Giants. That was a really big like step down to so many Giants fans, and just to New York itself, you know, um, because no one real. I'll be honest, not a lot of people are fans of the Jets. If you're if you live in New York, or if you're a New York fan, you are a Giants fan. I cannot name a lot of people that I know that are Jets fans because they're not that good. Both teams play in New Jersey. The Buffalo Bills are only the the true. The only true New York fan base, though. The only true NFL team that plays in the state of New York. Yeah. Well, um, the thing is, you know, like, you had... No, I, I, I get what you're saying, though. Daniel I get Jones, what you're saying, yeah. You know, like, he can make... He has time to make a big redemption for the Giants because he doesn't really have that big of an offense. He can't really run the ball because, as you saw a couple of seasons ago, he runs the ball, he ends up stumbling <laughs> I, at the 10-yard line. I, I was just thinking that same exact play. He ends up stumbling at the 10-yard line done, yeah. and can't even make a touchdown. So he needs someone he can get the ball to to get in the end zone so they can actually win games and do something with that team. Like the Lions, I think number round one, taking Aiden Hutchinson. We need a defense because if you look at the Lions' defense right now, you had Darius Slay left. We had um, um, the um, cornerback from uh, from Ohio State. What was his name? Jeff Okuda. Jeff Okuda got hurt in preseason. Uh, he, he is actually expected to be back for this upcoming season. By the way, if he is able to stay healthy, this would be his first full season in the NFL. He spent time on the IR both of his first two rookie seasons. Yeah. Um, well, we need... Really good, a really a lot better defense, especially a defensive line because n- nobody on our defensive line can get back to a, a def like to like a quarterback that Aiden Hutchinson can. Like I'm gonna bring back to what you said earlier, he can get tickets and get people in those seats. He is a bit. Everyone is a fan of him. A lot of people in Detroit are fans of Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah, we are in Michigan. Yeah, a lot of people watch Michigan football. Yeah. But if you look at the way he plays and how aggressive he is, he made a big difference to Michigan's defense. He was a big reason why that defense took over. Not only did they beat Ohio State, they beat Iowa. They had a chance against Georgia in the college football playoffs. That's all because of Aiden Hutchinson. That's all because of Daxton Hill. That's because of these big-name players coming out of Michigan in the draft by the way, Daxton Hill, I got him going. Um, let me let me pull it up for a second. Okay. I got Daxton Hill going twenty third to the Arizona Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals. I think I think the Cardinals need a big safety name. By some miracle, if Kyle Hamilton falls into their lap, they trade up for him. Whatever happens, that's a big blessing in disguise for him. I think they're gonna take the be- next best safety out of the draft, which, in my opinion, is gonna be Daxton Hill. Yeah. Um. Well, you know. You can't really get a really good defense with cert- with the NFL. You know, not every defense can be perfect. There's only certain defenses on certain teams that actually it's really rare that you can have a really really good defense. Okay, let me let me ask you this really quickly. Yeah. There has been a lot of rumors going around that the Lions have a trade offer in for Debo Samuel Samuel. They do. If you're the Lions GM right now, Brad Holmes, what would that offer look like to try and get Debo Samuel? Ah, uh, well, let's think of the um, let's think of the uh, receivers that the Lions can you know give up. We Am- have Amonra St. Brown, St. DJ Brown, Chark. St. Brown is really has done, did really great last year. DJ I think Chark, uh, Quintez Cephas. 
Um, Cephas didn't Cephas really... Cephas really hasn't impressed me his two years nah, in Detroit. Well, the last season, the only thing he, he got was, like, in Green Bay. That's the only thing I got off of him. He really didn't do great this whole last season. You but know, we have Chalk Jr. You know, he came out of Jacksonville. He came out of the worst team in the NFL, but he's still a really, really, really good receiver. He's a difference maker. He is. He and then you look be, at... We were talking about it because we're talking about the possibility of Debo Samuel coming to Detroit. Just imagine that locker room. You got Amandra St. Brown in the slot. You got DJ Chark as the number two receiver. And then you got Debo Samuel as the number. Debo Samuel can burn any defender in the NFL, any safety, any corner you pin him on. But if he doesn't, if they start double teaming him, you know who that leaves open that can be a difference maker on the other side of the formation? Who? DJ Chark. You got Amandra St. Brown. Well, That's going to be one of the best. I'm not going to say one of the best. It's going to be one of the most underrated locker rooms, one of the most underrated wide receiver rooms in the NFL if if the 49ers agree to that trade. Going back to your point, though. Well, there's one receiver you can't really forget about that was that got traded to the Lions this last season. Who? You got Reynolds. True. He is a really good receiver. True. He is some of the reasons why the Lions have won their last games this whole season. I went to a few Lions games this season, yep. and— he he made a big difference, and I would I would just go to places and watch the Lions game. Everyone would be going crazy because of Reynolds. Here's what I think: I think we're gonna trade Cephas for Debo, and then get him on there, get Chalk, and then get Saint Brown, and then have Reynolds, and we will have a phenomenal receiver. We have phenomenal receivers on our offense. But think about it from the 49ers standpoint as well. Okay, here's a trade I would make. And honestly, I would accept this if I'm the San Francisco 49ers. Let's think about it for ex- for a second. Jared Goff has made it to the Super Bowl. Fo- follow me for a second, okay? Yeah. Jared Goff has made it to the Super Bowl as a mem- as a member of the L.A. Rams. Yes. We can all agree it was Todd Gurley that got him there, but he was the quarterback on the L.A. Rams that was on the field when they made the Super Bowl. Yeah. So he has big game experience. Yeah. So you have that. You have, like you said, Quintus Cephas. Well, look at here. You have the number two overall pick. You have the 32nd overall pick, and you have the 34th overall pick. Yeah. So if I'm the Lions, I'm comfortable with giving up that 32nd overall pick because think about it. You have two picks later tomorrow night. You're going to have that 34, 34th pick. You're going to have the second pick in the second round tomorrow. Yeah. So I'm pinning in Jared Goff, Quintus Cephas, a first-round pick this year from the Rams, and the first-round pick from the Rams next year. Yeah. For Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy Garoppolo and Debo Samuel, you take that if you're the 49ers? You think you think he would? Are you talking about bring him to the Lions? Bring Jimmy Garoppolo to the Lions. Um, Jimmy G is a really good quarterback. Um, but I mean, it, it definitely if I'm, is if I'm the 49ers, possible. think about it. The 49ers have Trey Lance as well, so they're yeah. trying they're trying to think as many outlets as possible to get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo. Trey Lance is a really good quarterback. Trey Lance is a really good quarterback. He proved that in his limited time last year. He proved it in college. Well, yeah, because he had uh, he had times in his in the season that they just put him in because the 49ers were up, and and he's a yep. really good mechanical quarterback, and that's what teams need. Um, like, do you, you think know, there's? It's like Jared Goff. He needs to fix a lot of stuff. The thing with him is when he's he looked like a he looked like a usable quarterback in the second half of the season. Once the Lions started winning games, it was because the offense started moving the ball. It's because the offense started producing scores. Yeah, and it's all it all 
you can say all you want about Ty Gurley the year they beat the Saints and made it to the Super Bowl. Yes, they shouldn't have beaten them, the pass interference play, whatever. But the point of the matter is they were still in the Super Bowl. Their names will be ever etched in the Super Bowl history books losing to the Patriots. Well, here's the thing, you know. You you gotta look at you can't really just talk about Jared Goff. You gotta look at the guys he had with him. It's you still had, the quarterback that leads you. It's well, yeah. that quarterback in the locker room. That's what I like about Jared Goff. It's his leadership. But yeah, no, he has really good leadership. But it, you can there's a big difference from when he played with the Rams than when he played with the Lions. You know, I get that. He was really good when he played for the Rams. I had no yes. issue with him when he played for the Rams. Yeah, I get that. Not saying I had an issue when he came to the Lions, but if you look at him compared to those two to these two seasons. You know, he had so many guys. He had Cooper Cup playing for the for the uh, Rams at the time. I think he, he had he had Van Jefferson. He had Cooper Cup. He had um, Robert Woods for a year or two. Yeah. He had some really. Then he, he had, had Todd Gurley. He had basically the same receiver, same receiver room he had that Matt Stafford had that he won minus OBJ. Let's take OBJ out of the mix for a second. Without okay. OBJ, which by the way, I think OBJ is a big reason why. The Rams won their Super Bowl. Not saying he he was a difference maker in the Super Bowl because he came out injured, but he's a big reason why he got to they got to the Super Bowl in the first place. Well, here's the thing I've been looking at. I've been seeing this from the Rams um, for the past. I saw this like a couple months ago from the Rams. It was um, they cannot afford OBJ for how much he wants. Make, but, makes sense. But right now he's going to be out the first half of the season as well. And I've been seeing that the Rams might be able to pick him up. And get him for cheaper and pay him just a little less. I think yeah. he's being. You think he's going to compromise with that? But um, no, you're right. I think OBJ was a big part of the Lion or not the Lions, but the Rams like offense when he came like mid season. I mean, he they had great receivers before OBJ, but you know OBJ wasn't getting anything in Cleveland. Baker Mayfield would not give him the ball at all. He would get he'd target Jarvis Landry and that would be it. Kind of moving on, moving back to what this episode is supposed to be about in the draft. Yeah. When do you think the first, obviously the last few years, it's a clear number one, oh, it's going to be Joe Burrow, it's going to be Trevor Lawrence, it's going to be whoever. It's going to be Kyler Murray or um, Nick Bosa. It's always been a quarterback. It's always been a quarterback probably the last three or four years we've seen the draft. When do you think the first quarterback's going to be off the board and who do you think it's going to be? I think we already know who I'm going to say. I think that first pick is going to be Aiden Hutchinson. First quarterback. Oh, first quarterback Malik Willis for sure. Um, I don't think um, I don't think anyone is gonna pick Malik Willis up until the Lions get their pick because, you know, they've been blasting him on Instagram saying that they want to pick him up because you know for the quarterbacks of the Lions we have I'm not even trying to target the Lions I'm just saying these guys these are who they want to pick, and Malik Willis is the best quarterback that is in the draft right now from what I'm seeing. No, I don't think so. I think. I'm I'm I've really been low on Malik Willis because think about it. He played one of the biggest things for me is in the NFL. You you have to come in as a quarterback ready to compete. If you're a given day one starter, if you're a given day one bench player, yeah. Think about it. I'm gonna use Kyle Trask as an example. A pick last year by the Buccaneers, yeah. to be the backup of Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Tom Brady retires. Okay, who's gonna be the starter? Are they gonna go out and get someone? Is it gonna be like a Jameis Winston coming back? Or are they going to pass the torch down to Kyle Trask? But then it came back to Tom Brady. He, back he did. Him. He did come back. He unretired after 40 days. But let me let me get to my point. Yeah. Kyle Trask obviously showed them something in training camp and practices, whatever it is, of him being able to compete at the next level. 
if it was in film at the University of Florida, if it's in his combine, whatever it is. Yeah. I've never seen that ability from Malik Willis. We talk about Desmond Ritter. Obviously, that Cincinnati team had a lot of talent, but you, I always talk about it coming back to the quarterback and the quarterback being the game changer. Yeah. He's going to be a big reason why you either win or lose a game. Yeah. Desmond Ritter showed that he can be a winner and he can – he can get their his team to big games. He faced Alabama in the college football playoffs, given I don't care if it's a debate if they should be there or not. Kenny Pickett, for example, he played with Pitt. I think he's proven he can be a winner. Matt Corral, he's proven he can be a winner. Sam Howell, he's proven. The one quarterback that's the biggest question for Mark for me is Malik Willis. Now, we can sit here in five years and we can say, wow, you know, Derek's right. Malik Willis isn't in the league anymore. He's in the USFL. He's in the XFL. He's wherever. He's in the CFL. Or we can talk, okay, he's still getting a chance. He's kind of like a Mitch Trubisky where he's jumping jumping around the league as kind of backup trying to get that next next starting chance. Or we can say, wow, Derek doesn't know football at all. This is just another hot take by Derek saying that Malik Willis isn't going to be anything. Well, and then get you're talking to a quarterback right here too. Exactly. But my point is I really don't think I, – I really don't see anything from Malik Willis that makes me think that he's special. I really don't think he's going to be a starting quarterback and then in the NFL in five years. Well, here's the thing. I didn't – I kind of forgot who where this is going. So you know where – you know how um the Colts, they yeah. picked up Matt Ryan. Yep. Is um, Carson Wentz going to stay the b- backup? Or is he going to be a backup? Or is he Carson gonna be Wentz to another went team? to um, the Commanders. Oh, he did? He went to the Commanders. That's right, because um, Alex Smith retired from yep. the NFL. Yep. And then they had, um, uh, well, I can't think of the quarterback's name for the uh, Commanders that they had this past year. Um, let, me, let me look quickly. It wasn't Dwayne Haskins. By the, by the way, rest... Rest in peace, Dwayne Haskins. Yes, um, that was a very that's a really sad loss that um, that had to come up. Um, oh, this just in from the NFL. Ball d- from Detroit's first win of twenty twenty one was dedicated to town following Oxford High School shooting. Yeah, that, I I actually like that a lot because you know uh, their next game after the shooting for Oxford um they were versing Minnesota. Which yep. is that big uh, game-winning catch yep, yep, with yep, yep, yep. St. Brown? That made me really happy just to see that. But then um, you had um, both of the teams support Oxford. You had um, Minnesota and Detroit having a no on their helmet, which yep. made me really happy. All right. With that being said, that will wrap up this episode of Cheap Seats. We got a surprise for you next week. That is right. We're gonna have an episode come out next Thursday. Um, I just had a special guest confirm with me today, actually. Some, I, th- I think he's going to be a great guy. He's going to be a guy that we uh, will be able to talk to with a lot. He's going to be a lot of fun. So um, next Thursday, that episode will be out. We'll re- recap the NFL draft. We'll see who picks up Malik Willis, who the Lions pick up, and what the Jaguars will do with the next pick. Plus, we'll break it down the start of the MLB season. We'll see you all then. Thanks, Derek.